Hey everybody, I'm Kevy the Dreamer. Welcome to Cultivation with Kevy. Um, today I am joined by my girl Jasmine Green, actress, producer, creative. How you doing, Jasmine? I'm doing great. I'm happy to be on the show. I am so excited to have you. I cannot wait to talk to you. Jasmine, um, so usually I usually start out with a couple icebreaker questions just to okay. allow people to get to know you. So I'm going to just ask a few questions. Jasmine, what is the best book that you've ever read? I know that you like to read. I would say top is probably a book called Small Great Things by Jodi Pico. Small Great Things. going to have to add that to my list. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you could learn one new professional or personal skill, what would it be? Mm. I think I would want to do like trade work, like contracting in houses. I feel like that would be okay. very useful. And then like, you're never yes. not out of work. Yes. Yes. That's, I, that's a good answer. I, not a lot of people say that. So that's, <laughs> that's unique. I love it. Last question is if you could visit anywhere in the world, where would it be and why? The Maldives that has been on my list forever. And I can't afford it yet. <laughs> <laughs> yet. That's the key word. You're going to get there. I love it. I have never used my password. Have you ever used your password before? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I need to. I was just having a conversation with a friend last night and talking about the best places that they've ever been. And I'm like, mm -hmm. they only traveled in the U.S. <laughs> oh, no. I, I plan to collect plenty of stamps. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Guys, so I met Jasmine doing a, a talent showcase, and Jasmine just took my breath away. Um, she did this amazing monologue. Um, I forget what the piece was called, but um, it's from a play, I believe. Yeah, um, The Piano Lesson by yes. August Wilson. The, there we go, yes. I knew, that, I knew that it was by August Wilson. I just couldn't think of the name. Um, phenomenal phenomenal i just oh my gosh you just captured so many different emotions um have you so have you been with that piece for a while now or is that like something oh yeah that was probably my first monologue when i got into acting and i was like i like it i feel like i can work with this so i'm just gonna you know keep it in my arsenal yes 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 <laughs> i love it um, yeah, so I so I was reading your your website. So everybody, um, Jasmine has her own production company, and I love that. That is that is so cool. Um, and I just I love the bio. Um, you were talking about um, so D and G Productions. Um, how you got the name was from your family, mm -hmm. and um, you were talking about just your childhood and how you just created different characters and <laughs> yeah. things like that. And, and I love that because I'm kind of the same way and I didn't have a language for it at the time. Mm -hmm. And I'm um, just coming into, you know, our own as adults learning that there's a skill set that that's useful for. Yeah. Um, so take me, take me on that journey with you. Um, so was there like a particular time in your life when you realized like, this is it for me, I'm an actress because you, I mean, you have skills. Um, You've taken part in many different projects that I definitely want to talk about. Um, so just being creative, I just, I love um, the breakdown that you put on your website. <laughs> Thank you. 
Um, Absolutely. I think the moment was probably in college. Because, like, I wanted to do it in high school, but I was too scared to, like, mm-hmm. join that theater clique. Um, right, right. But in college is when I went to see A Doll's House. And there was one of my tutors was in the show, and I read his bio, and he's like, yeah, I just thought about it, and I did it, and this is my first show. And I was like, oh, my gosh, if he can do it, why can't I? And right. legit from that following semester, I changed my major theater. I took all theater classes and it was like the best thing I ever did, the easiest thing. And the thing that I was willing to, I was happy to work hard at. And I was like, I think this is confirmation. What Like I know what I'm supposed to do for the rest of my life. And I was so happy to have that moment. <laughs> I love that. That's everything. So you have actually done theater. You've taken part in plays. Yeah. Yeah. That, yes. I started in the hope. theater. <laughs> okay. And that's that's great. Because um, I, I feel like people that come from theater just have a whole different set of skills in mm-hmm. acting. Like you, because you know, you don't have the rehearsal. Well, excuse me, you have rehearsals, but when you're doing it, you know, it's live. Yeah. So, you know, that, that, um, just mastering that the confidence and just um, getting out there and doing it and just kind of letting go, I just think is so important. And I think that um, just, yeah, I, it's something that I've, I've wanted to do it like now in more recent years, but again, mm-hmm. like just a little bit of fear. Um, so that's, that's everything. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely the, the live aspect is what changes everything. And it's like, even if you mess up, you have to learn to keep going. So there's like a, a stamina that you have to build up and a confidence to to stay right. in the moment. Right. And we can apply that to life in general. Yeah. You know, you don't have to be an actor or in the arts. Um, you just have to keep going when you mess up. So that that's a lesson. I love that. Um, so tell me, tell me about your production company. Tell me about how that came about. Um, some different projects that you've been, that you can talk about. You okay. know, I understand that some things have NDAs and <laughs> things like that, but um, yeah, yeah, I've just, I've seen you working on a lot of different stuff and I just yeah. want to know more about it. So I started, like I said, cause I started in the theater. So my production company started with stage plays. Um, cause okay. I already had an in, in the theater community. I knew people. I was like, okay, I can, you know, so, and I started writing because I was like, number one, I want more roles for people of color, for women, for yes. plus size women, for for just yes. regular stories that honestly like right. weren't just like white stories. Like I want to show uh, stories on mental health, on family drama, on successful or like wholesome families. Um, so that's what like I started with that in mind, and and I was like, okay, so I think this is the platform I want to build. And my first like four or five productions were on the stage. And then it was when COVID hit, pandemic started. And I was like, oh, it was really hard. Like when theater got shut, cause I was in rehearsals for yes. a play. Um, and I was like, oh, this is so cool. This is my biggest show yet. And then literally we were, we were in tech rehearsal and the director's like, um, we're going to have to shut down the show. <laughs> we don't know when oh, we're going to no. do it. So that, mm-hmm. honestly, that was the last time I was in a play. 
um, was right before COVID. And so I was like, you know what? Let me put my my education background, because I also, I changed my major to theater, but I ended up graduating with like um, media and film studies. So I was like, let me put my education to use and do some filming. And I remember when um, film production was greenlit in the pandemic, and then they came out with like all the rules and regulations to have a safe uh, production set. I was like, okay, let me read through this. And I was like, okay, keeping the set and crew small. Okay, how do I not risk people and still like do something because right. I'm dying? And then of course, during the pandemic, during quarantine, I'm just doing all this writing and I'm like, I just have all these things that I need to get done that I'm impatient. Um, and so that's when I started doing short films. My first short film was The Last 24 and that was kind of like my guinea pig. I wrote direct i edited it i you know was doing the lighting um yeah and we shot that whole thing in one weekend we like rented out an airbnb and did it. <laughs> um but yeah that's kind of what started me like doing films because then i did another short film and that one was like 45 minutes long so it's on the verge of like the end of short films um and then actually recently i tackled my first feature film and that was hard. That was work. Because um, I acted in it and was directing. Um, and I definitely learned from that that you have to have a good crew. You have to have good people around you that you can trust. That can, you know, okay, when I want to put on my actor's hat, I need my assistant directors to step up and take creative control or take the initiative and, and just make decisions. Um so that was a learning process. It was a lot of fun to be around people that I did trust. But yeah, I was like, I think we can, we got to wait a little bit before we're like a Denzel where we can act and direct at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we've done about nine productions so far. Um, okay. I've done The Stoop, which is my first play, Glass Walls, Line the Bed You Make. And then we turned Line the Bed You Make into a web series. Um, I have done the list and then my short films, the last 24 rear view, uh, domino effect. And now we are working on the flash, which is a working title. So <laughs> I'm not giving anything away just yet. Okay. Listen, you've dropped so many gems just <laughs> alone. You've inspired me. Oh my gosh. That is so exciting. Um, so where can we find the majority of your projects? Are they streaming? Are they um, like purchase? So my short films are on my YouTube channel, which, you know, going to YouTube Perfect. and DNG Productions. Yeah. Uh, the Domino Perfect. Effect okay. is available to rent and it, you okay. know, it's not expensive. So, you know, you'll get a link if you yeah. pay for that. Maybe like after yeah. a year when it's, because right now we're in, we're in film festival season. So we're just seeing how many, you know, okay. different, how much attention we can attract um probably okay. after a good year then it'll just be free on youtube but yeah most of my stuff is on youtube okay yeah you to be creative in this in this time and space i feel like you have to have a youtube channel yeah and um so i'm def- i'm definitely going to subscribe to your youtube um i and you know you've said so many things that just are you know 
being an artist and being a creative, you have to kind of like be, run your own business. Like you are the brand, you're the business. Yeah. And there's so many things that I, I'm learning and I don't know yet, but you kind of just, you know, you teach yourself, like you said, like you're editing, you're producing, you're directing. And um, I'm sure, you know, with more experience and more time, you just get better. So that's just, that's like so exciting. Um, man, I don't even know where to start. There's just so much there. <laughs> Um, so, so you actually, you recently moved to New York. So has that, has that like, do you feel like that's taken your career to a new level? Like there's more access, you know, because there's a lot of entertainment options in New York versus where you previously were located. Absolutely. Um, and I, I, you know, did that for that exact reason. Cause I love Columbus. Right. Columbus is home, but right. I always, and at one point I was like, I feel myself getting Columbus famous. And that's not, you know, that's a ceiling I don't <laughs> want to hit. I want to continue to grow. Yes. So New York is definitely um, amazing move. It's opened up so many opportunities. Um, I feel myself on the verge and I keep telling people like, I'm, I'm really at the beginning of my career because I feel these opportunities that are coming my way. And I, and I know I'm, um, exposing myself to more people and I'm getting, I'm networking more. Um, it is definitely different because it's like, oh, Columbus, I can get together some friends and we can do a project for free. In New York, you're like, okay, I got to have the money to pay people or these people are professionals or like I did my first feature film and I used actors from Columbus, but like my post-production people were in New York and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like broke, broke after this movie. <laughs> But it's nice because it, it drives you to step your game up. And so yes. I, I love that the opportunities are bigger. They may be a little bit more intimidating, but you better your craft by, by being with people who are at a higher level. Absolutely. I, I love that. So how long have you been? So you've been in New York actually since the pandemic, I believe yes. you told me. I moved yes. in COVID. You know, <laughs> Yes. a lot, And you know, that's a thing for a lot of people in our lives recently, like COVID just changed everything. Yeah. You know, like you said, you were working on a, on a play um, and just, you know, it got shut down. And, you know, I've talked to so many people that they've started their businesses during COVID and just so many life changes have come. And I love that you didn't allow that uncertainty to deter you. You know, like this is your dream. This is your purpose. It's deeper than just um, the fame or the lights or, you know, any of that. It's something that is within you and you just went and you went after it and you're in the, you're in the thick of it right now. And I, I just love that. Um, yeah, man, just, I, I, I don't know. I don't mean to like, just keep getting like caught up in my words, but it just, I love talking to other artists and other people that are just actively doing it mm -hmm. because, you know, it can be so hard and it's just so inspiring to know that, you know, a lot of the stuff you've just taken the gumption to just do yourself. So I just really love to hear it. And another point that just came to me that I really wanted to touch on, I love that you said that you wanted to create your own stories because, you know, as African-Americans, as creatives, there are so, first of all, there's hardly any roles for us anyway, you know, mm -hmm. and half, you know, half of the roles that we, that are available to us are stereotypical, you know, or they're just not, there's no meat on them. There's nothing yeah. really there. 
to work with. So I love that you said that you wanted to create something for yourself, like, and for a black woman, especially. And you said for a plus size woman, I mean, just so, so many different nuances out there that are not catered to us. You know, we, we have maybe, I hate to say it like publicly, but it's the truth. You know, it'll be like the, I can't even think of a good stereotype to just to say, but I can just see it. But, but you know, there's just so much, there's so many just negative connotations out there. It's, it, it's like every year there's a new slave movie and it's like, come mm -hmm. on, there's so many, we have so many more stories to tell than that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I love that you just took it into your own and you just realized that in order to, tell a story that you want to tell you're like i'm gonna do this myself and that's so true with so many things in life <laughs> yeah um i kind of you know i i took note from people like Issa ray um you know who did get Absolutely. started on youtube and i've been trying yes. to like i just did her master class which was so exciting um oh my gosh i was just telling somebody about <laughs> yes. that okay yes, yes. it was yes. so informative and i was like okay great she got started with and she's like, I wanted to write for somebody who was like awkward black girl. That's how she started. Right. And just yes. showing that, yes. you know, yeah, we're usually like, like you said, stereotypical, the, the funny black person or the comedic relief. Yes. Or, yes. you know. Yes, that's the word I was looking for. Yeah, mm -hmm. or like, or the maid yeah. or slave movies. Like, it was yes. nice to show yes. the awkward black girl who was able to, you know, have the love interest or have the career or move in her career, you know? And, and so that's stuff like that, or even shows like one of my favorite shows, a different world showing HBCU, yes. showing yes. educated, you know, people of mm -hmm. color, um, showing yeah. college life and how, yeah, we can have the stereo, you know, typical, um, like Greek life or, or we can party, but we can study, we can get jobs. Um, and then Absolutely. even from the family life where it stemmed from the Cosby show, like, yes, there's, I think we, we just got blackish, which definitely Absolutely. <laughs> I, it spoke to me. Cause that's like half of my life yeah. right there. Um, but we yeah. don't have mm -hmm. those types of shows. We, mm -hmm. it, it's, you know, a dime a dozen. Yeah, absolutely. So much, so, so much truth there. Um, yeah. Like, like you said, like, it'll be like, the best friend, the, the comic relief that there's no depth or meat to it. Yeah. Um, and you know, shows that you just mentioned are just so important for our culture, for us as, as young black artists, because we, we don't get that, you know, we don't get that, um, that, um, what's the word I'm looking for? We don't get that, um, basically just that representation is what I'm looking for, is yeah. the word I'm looking for in media. You know, we don't get the educated, the college life, the family, the successful, like so many of, of roles out there, they can, they don't have to just be, you know, a, a 30 plus attractive, young, famous, white or, or mm -hmm. white female or male. It could be for us as well, because we, there's a range, we have a range. And I just think that, you know, with not even just our community, that's just so important in life in general, the representation. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so would you say, I, that's another question that I, that I would love to ask you is, do you, when it comes to like a different world and the Cosby show and, and shows like that, are those shows that have definitely like inspired you um, and like 
some of your favorite forms of entertainment growing up? Absolutely. Um, a different mm-hmm. world. So I watched the Cosby show, but like, you know, I was young, mm-hmm. so it didn't really right. impact me the way that like a different world when yeah. that was out. And mm-hmm. I remember just sitting and watching, like, I've never ever seen anything like this on TV. And then I rewatched it as an adult, like after it went off the air and, you know, watching behind the scenes and then realizing like, oh my gosh, this Debbie Allen, you know, is behind this and she right. revamped the show right. and, and she was able to say, okay, I, I need my dark skinned sister. I need my, my hippie free love sisters on the show. I, you know, this is going to be our main love interest. And I was like, she really paved a way for for our community in that area. And Absolutely. yeah, a different world really changed my life growing up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so many people, you know, it was so important for us and it still is relevant to this day. Yeah. It, it's yeah. so, it's, yeah. And, and I love that you mentioned Awkward Black Girl. That's one of my favorite <laughs> series, actually. I It's because it's so relatable and we don't get yeah. that. We don't get that for, for us. But it's so, first of all, it's hilarious. But second of all, it's it's just such a a nuance of we come in different layers. Yeah. So I love, and I love that you said that you took the class. Um, I, I When I was talking to a friend yesterday, I was mentioning um, that platform of Masterclass. And I feel like that is something that us as creatives is just there to, you know, to strengthen our arsenal. So mm-hmm. that's something that I'm interested in. And, and Issa Rae is just so inspiring. Yeah. So that's to hear that you had a good experience. That's awesome. That's, that's incredible. Um, do you have any particular um, acting projects that you're working on right now? I know that you recently were... Um, you were involved in a project where I believe English wasn't even the main language or a language that was spoken. So I'm sure that that was (laughs) very educational. Yeah, it was so cool. And, you know, like we talked about traveling and stuff. I felt like I was having, you know, an experience in another culture because I'm, we're all, you know, eating dinner at the table and and they're all speaking Hebrew because most, I think, Everybody had lived in Tel Aviv. Um, some of them lived in New York, but it was really cool to be on a foreign language film because the producer, she told me, she's like, um, yeah, your scene, if it's not the only, it's one of the few scenes that are even going to be in English. Because I was like, oh yeah, where can I watch it? And she's like, just like, you know, we're, we're trying to get subtitles, but it's not in English. <laughs> and even like the director, the main actress had to keep reminding the director, like, we have an English speaker. You need to speak English. Um, Because he would speak Hebrew, like, without even thinking about it. And so it was a really cool experience. I was like, by the end of the night, I feel like I should know one or two phrases. (laughs) But it was just, yeah, it was different. It was so cool. Um, It was, and, you know, as a person of color, we're used to being the minority. But it was, like, a really cool way to be the minority on set. Being, like, not just the only Black person, but being the only American on set. So, yeah, I, I really had fun with that experience. That is such a great experience to have. So educational. I love that. So what what's coming up for Jasmine Green? What projects can you tell us about? What, do you, what are you working on currently? What's coming our way so that we can support? So I have um, a project that I'm involved in. It's called Afrothalia. Um, it's filmed in 
right now I think we're filming in Brooklyn. We've done all of our promotional work in Brooklyn, so we are set to start filming in July and August. Um, I will definitely, I know it's going to be streamed on a Roku channel. I don't know which one. But so that is in the work that's currently. And then honestly, because my summer does not have, it's not completely packed. I literally wrote another short film just for fun. And I plan to work on that this summer. I love to hear that. Listen, you you and God are just speaking to me right now, telling me you need to start writing. You need to write your short film. You need to get into developing a, some kind of production company or get involved Get involved with you. I would love to work with you, um, different things of that nature. So I hear you, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jasmine, can you let us know what your handles are on social media so that we can follow you and we can support you? So my main handle is on Instagram. It is Philly Brat, P-H-I-L-L-Y-B-R-A-T-T. So it's got two T's on the end. Um, but yeah, that's where you can follow my journey, what I'm working on, what I'm doing, where I'm traveling. Um, yeah, and there's so there's Absolutely. Instagram and then my YouTube channel. So you can see what I work yes. on. And that is D-N-G, mm-hmm. correct? D-N-G Productions. D-N-G and then the I-N-C productions. Oh, I Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yes. Yes. And everybody, when this episode comes out, I will be including all of these handles. I always, I like to have the information there so that we can find everybody and we can support. Um, yeah, Jasmine, this has been great. I'm so excited to have, I haven't seen you since what, oh, January, I, I believe. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just, Congratulations on everything that's coming. I'm so excited for you and I can't wait to actually, um, I'm going to actually go to your IMDb and look up some of these projects and see where I can watch them and um, check out your YouTube. Oh, thank you for having me. This was so much fun to chat it up. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Everybody, this has been Cultivation with Kevy. Until next time, take care.